was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves are in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table, and they are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over the blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, today, Thursday, June 20th, arrival day for session one was really rainy. Started off at 6.15 this morning when I made it out of my bunk and made it up to my office. I looked over Bluey Field and the tennis area and basketball and there was a heavy fog hanging over everything. And yet, even though the fog was there, there was a strong sense of electricity and anticipation. And I kept noticing little tiny things that needed to be just a little bit better before the boys showed up. And the staff spent all morning going after all of the small things all around camp to get everything just ready. It was sort of like watching somebody mess with the focus on a camera. Too much this way, too much that way. And then all at once, it was perfect. And you can feel yourself relax because, well, it just looked perfect. And I don't know if anyone else has ever had this experience, but sometimes being a camp director and having the boys about to arrive, all you can see is this bit of paint that's out of place or this pile of leaves that someone has forgotten in some far-flung corner of Camp Cobbacy for boys. And it seems like that's all there is. And then all at once, they're all gone. And your awesome staff is like, what's next? And there's nothing next because you're ready. And then we had an early lunch. There were three California boys who had joined us the night before to get over the jet lag. And then after lunch, there was the slow trickle of parents dropping their boys off. And each time the shy and excited faces poking out of SUVs and sedans and hadn't rained yet, hadn't started raining yet. And then uh, maybe 20 or 30 arrivals in, it suddenly started raining. And then if there were 20 raindrops on you in one minute, the next minute there were 30, and then 50, and then it was just pouring steadily. Parents were soaked through, although everyone was smiling. There was one dad running around in a Cobbacy shirt he had purchased so that he could wear the same shirt as his, as his son to arrival day, and he was soaked to the skin in his Cobbacy shirt. You could barely read Cobbacy. It was so wet. It was a gray shirt. It's a powerful thing to have a parent drop off a boy at Cobbacy because there's so much excitement and mom and dad or mom and mom or dad and dad or whoever and whatever the combination might be are so excited for their son and they are also so nervous or maybe not so nervous a little nervous about how it might turn out which is totally natural and they're also sad their their little one is going away even if the little one doesn't think he's a little one anymore 
And that's all happening at exactly the same moment. So parents would come up and say, well, he told me that we can leave now. And that was pretty funny. And you can see there's just the tiniest uh, hint of, whoa, that was fast. He was just ready to go. So we hear that and we see that. And that's part of arrival day. By the way, if you go back and listen to the end of the summer or end of the session podcast, you'll see that we feel the same way on the other end when we send your boys back to you. And then after all of that, the buses arrived. And that is just an absolute celebration of brotherhood and community at the same time and so much excitement. And I must say this is year six for the current era at Camp Cobbesee. And um, I've watched so many of the older boys, the boys who are now older boys, grow up from when they were just little guys. And I, you know, there was a lot of home visits six years ago. If the young man was 10 when I visited his home six years ago, he's 16. He's a CIT or he's a sachem. And I don't have to tell you that's a humongous difference. So it's quite profound to watch them get off the bus. Huge and buff and deep voiced. And you see your boys grow during the year. And I see them for one month every year. And it always is this celebration of growth and growing up. And it's just pretty great to see everyone back here and be so different while also being themselves. And then there was dinner, famous Lewis Lee's fried chicken. I will get into what happened at dinner a little later in the next portion of this podcast. And then everyone ran through the puddles back to bunk night. We don't do a campfire the first night of Cobbacy because we don't want to overwhelm the boys. A loud and joyful dinner is enough of a celebration for them to feel like this place is kind of crazy. So we don't do the, the campfire. We don't do the Cobbacy campfire until tomorrow night. And that's so that the boys can learn the fight song and the goodnight song and feel like they're part of the community. So it's a bunk night tonight, and that's where the boys get to reconnect with each other if they're returners and also get to know each other if they're new. It's where the bunks that are 50% new and 50% returners get to blend together and get to learn about their counselors. So they do a lot of getting to know yous and setting the rules for the summer and for their cabin, and then they play a game. It's tonight that those games were all inside games because it had been raining and was still raining when bunk night happened. So there were games of mafia, and there was an escape room or two inside the bunks. Uh, or card games, there are all kinds of stuff, and the boys were super into it. And I just have to say, before we get into the second portion, that you might think it would be a huge bummer to have it be absolutely pouring on arrival day. And, it, you know, we prefer it to sun, of course, but, man, did it not slow down these boys. Not even a little bit. Rain jackets, trash bags they put over themselves, sprinting around with huge grins. And that is the blue sheet report for today. June 20th, 2019, Arrival Day, the first official day of the Cavasi season.
It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Kava City, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight, or today, cloud and rain of Kava City and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockouts, sometimes it's watching an intercamp competition, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. These times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. I'm just going to give you a series of anecdotes, little moments that I saw today. I was out and amongst the fray all afternoon because obviously that's what you do on arrival day. And we have the Lewis Lee Center, which is a covered but open-sided building that we use for grilling and for indoor-outdoor events, and it's just absolutely indispensable on a day like this. And this is what I saw today. Today, the a series of bunks huddled under the Lewis Lee Center, and the buses arrive probably, I don't know, 30 yards, maybe 20 yards away. Buses pull up, and we read out the boys' names and the bunk that they're in, and then the bunks would go ballistic and start cheering and waving around their signs, and then the boys would sprint across the bark of Lewis's Grove and into the arms of their bunk. And eventually, especially the older boys, they couldn't, they could just couldn't take that. They, when they heard Apache announced, or Onondaga, or Saboyas, or Machias, they would charge out into the rain so they could wrap up their friend they hadn't seen all year in a huge hug and jump around with him and just be so excited that they're together again and they're back here again and they were getting rained on and they just didn't care. And as that happened, the puddles on Bluey Field and the immaculate tennis courts began to grow. And then just as each of those bunks got announced, you could smell the amazing aroma of Lewis Lee's fried chicken, mashed potatoes, sweet corn, fresh salad from the garden, and under all that, chocolate chip cookies, which were perfect for this evening, which was a little chilly. The next anecdote I'm walking through the dining hall, looking at all the faces here or there, a new boy's looking around in wonderment. They can't believe that everyone is so excited and they're just going to town. There are only two times tonight, by the way, that the dining hall quieted down. That was when the chicken first arrived at the tables and the second time was when the big, huge cookies arrived at the tables. That was quiet. There was no other time when it was quiet. But I did walk around all of the tables and asked how the food was. Mostly I got big old greasy smiles as everyone is getting into their chicken uh, and nodding happily. And the uh, older kids, I, you know, I just asked, hey, how's it taste? And everybody nodded, mm-hmm. And I said, it tastes like home. And they all nodded again as if I'd asked the same question. And then at the end of all that, on one side of the dining hall on the Warriors and Brave side, someone started stacking cups up to make sure that they went back to the window and they just kept making the stack higher and higher and higher and the kids got into it so why not make it higher and the kids got even more into it one more cup one more cup so they got higher and higher went all the way up to the roof and the little ones that was the whole most hilarious thing all these adults making the super huge cup stack well the sachem and the council kids were not to be outdone so they started making a cup stack too and then the little ones realized that the big cup stack was even bigger on the older kids' side, so they started bringing their cups over to the other side to see how truly epic this cup stack might be. They started chanting, one more cup, one more cup. And eventually people were chucking cups to each other like firemen do in the olden days when there's a fire. Here's a cup, here's a cup, pass it on, pass it on. And the cup grew and grew and grew and grew. And finally, 
It went all the way up to the almost the middle of the roof of the octagon, which is basically a second story. And then finally the cups gave way and fell to the ground. Only a few of them broke, but you wouldn't believe the delight on these kids' faces. I was standing next to two boys. They jumped up. They basically took over the staff table. I'm standing full up. I'm 6'3", and they're standing on the bench, and they are as high as me. So, you know, two little boys there. They've been at camp for an hour and 45 minutes, and already their eyes are wide with total disbelief that this is a place where this can happen. And one of them has put his arm around my shoulders and is pointing at different things. Oh, there's some juice left in that cup. And he's got blonde hair with big brown eyes, and he, his eyes are so wide. He cannot believe that this is happening. And the guy next to him, who's got brown hair, is jumping up and down, jumping up and down, just in excitement. His little body is vibrating with the very idea that such a thing can happen, and adults would be co-conspirators in such a ridiculous scene. You could probably hear that on the found sound. It's very, very exciting. And... Uh, and then the cups fell down, and everyone was even more excited about that, and they started chanting the word yes and pointing their fingers up in the air. And then the meal was over, and everyone ran back out into the rain and ran across all the puddles back to their bunks for bunk night, and it was just such a... Every, all the staff walked out of there with huge smiles on their faces because there were cheers and chants all meal long. Everyone's bouncing off the walls. They are so excited to be here, and the fact that it's raining does not matter. In fact... They may even be more excited because the rain is so crazy and that matches how crazy they feel. Crazy happy that they're back home. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cavasi for boys. Your boys going to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather me to sing to Kaba Sea as we go to our bunks once more. Near Kaba Sea, near Kaba Sea, the wishes from us be yours always. And faithful, true, will be to you until we meet again.